welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Etsy Print On Demand Shop Reviews. This is episode number 37, and today we are looking at Somebody that I think most people watching can probably relate to. Somebody that was excited to jump on Etsy, open their shop, probably use some of my videos and my guidance and my tutorials to to get that far. Maybe not. I think so, though. That's what they emailed me and made it sound like they do watch a lot of my videos. So this is going to be a good, like, kind of evaluation of, you know, did they adhere to all the best practices? And I know there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts, and I definitely... I'm not going to be judgmental in any way if you didn't um, manage to remember like every little thing that I do recommend doing that I would consider to be a best practice, Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good shop review because I know it's probably going to be relatable, like I just said, to a lot of people who are just getting started and uh, they're struggling to make their first sale. So that was what made me really want to dive in here and help them get there. So hopefully we'll see that first sale really soon. And I've got actually a quick tip on how to get the first sale that you guys could probably guess, but Also, you know, it's really going to be a story of, I took a quick peek of um, how like the small little optimizations that may seem meaningless at surface level can really be what distinguish your shop from everybody else's in the customer's eyes. So that's what I want to kind of harp on as the theme for this episode. I think it's going to be very productive. Why don't we get started? Real quick, wanted to remind you guys, I run a weekly free print-on-demand giveaway, and you can enter. It takes like 10 seconds using the link at the top of the description. Shout out to all the sponsors, and if you win, you will get a free license to Flying Research, Print-On-Demand Research Tools, Automate POD, Print-On-Demand Design Creation Automation, All-American Graphics, Premium Pre-Made Graphics, and Bubble Scout, my go-to Redbubble niche research and validation tool. Validation tool. Uh, also down there in the description, I've got an eight-day free print-on-demand mini course delivered to you via email. All I need is your email address and I will send you one lesson every day. And I've got a great print on demand Facebook group. If you would like to join, I would love to have you. All right, let's jump on over to Etsy and check out this shop. All right, here we are at Jenny Prince. I will drop a link in the description in case you guys want to check it out for yourself and follow along. So the first thing that I want to point out is that your shop doesn't have a banner. Adding a shop banner doesn't take very long. There is a website called Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S.com, where you can use a uh, Creative Commons zero license, so you can use it, you know, basically with no attribution required. You can use it for free. You can make money on it if you want to. You can basically, like, you have, like, the rights to do anything that you find on this website. And a lot of photographers post stuff here. So if you just type in the word, like, shop, for instance, I just made that up, right? Look at all the, like, images you can use as a shop banner. And you can just, like, kind of right-click and save image and then upload it as a banner for your Etsy shop. Now, you can do a lot more than just that. But at a minimum, you know, it takes like 30 seconds to go to Pexels, grab an image, and then upload it here. So I wanted to say, your shop looks incomplete without a banner. I would highly recommend everybody just take, you know, at a minimum 30 seconds and upload a banner. Not that, by the way, I think the average customer doesn't actually come to your your shop page. It's not that customers won't find their way to your shop. I just think on average, they search, find, buy. You know what I mean? They might go to Google and then click a link that goes to the Etsy product listing add to cart, check out, or they may go to Etsy.com, search, click it in, in search results, add to cart, check out. I don't think most go to the shop, all right? But the ones that do, it does look a little bit incomplete, so you don't want to hurt your perception in the customer's eyes by, you know, not having one, okay? Not to harp too much on a banner, but you know what I mean? It, it's just a small thing that's easy to do. 
as far as um, your shop goes, so before I even like look at you know designs, niches, etc., uh, I do have this one rule of thumb that is you really want to frame your design uh, to be like very easy to see, read, and people do this subliminally in like microseconds in their head. That's how, how we have been kind of trained. Our brains have been trained now because the internet's been around and been a regular part of our life for so long that, uh, I mean, what, what do you think? Probably took a couple of years. Now it's been around for decades. So, you know, we go to Amazon, we go to Etsy, we go to Google Shopping, you know, wherever we go. It's like we're used to seeing these little squares of the products and we're used to there being text that represents the product title, but no one reads the text. Uh, the first thing our eyes are, are drawn to is the product itself. And if we look at your, you know, breakdown of your thumbnails, uh, the thumbnails are okay, but like this is the design portion right here, if you can see what I'm highlighting, right? And it probably occupies at best like 15% of your, of your thumbnail space. So when they do a keyword search, like for instance, there is no planet B. I see the, the Earth Day shirt and that's great. Earth Day's coming up. So you're on some big niches that are gonna have a lot of traffic. When they do a search, and you, by the way, you can compare yourself. Um, I can show you even a trick here um, of how I can, okay. There is no plan B shirt. Let's see. Okay, so this is your competition, right? Now, I don't know where you're gonna rank. Uh, well, you, I guess you could do this, right? You could grab your shop name and then do a control F search. Okay, so you're not even on page one, which is not good. You you would want to be there for sure. Um, 896 results, by the way, so that's not too bad either. But watch this. So if you want to see how you look relative to your competition, I'm just going to right-click this. Uh, I realize my head's blocking it, guys. I'm sorry if my head was blocking it the whole time. I'm going to right-click this image, and I'm going to click copy image address. Okay, and then I'm going to go over here to the search results, and you know what I'm going to do is I'm just going to... Um, and by the way, this is not something that you guys need to like really try to replicate, but I just right clicked that other image and I clicked inspect and then I changed the source of that image. So now I have like kind of artificially implanted your design in search results here in a live search. So this isn't working on anybody's computer except mine, by the way, this isn't like a hack or anything like that. This is just for, so that I can see how you look versus your, your competition. Now, I don't think you actually look that bad. But I think that's really more of a testament to like that your competition's not doing a great job either of this. Like the customer in most cases is going to include the word shirt if they want to buy a shirt. So they're not necessarily looking at the actual shirt and thinking this is a good shirt, right? They're just assuming that like, yeah, everything on this page is going to be a shirt. What I'm buying is the design. Okay. So like, what can you do to stand out amongst your competition uh, assuming that you do actually rank on page one, like it sucks that you weren't on page one when I searched, but you know, hopefully you can get there. Um, so what can you do? Well, number one, I think the biggest thing you can do since our eyes are drawn to the image first, frame that design to occupy minimum 50% of your primary thumbnail, like minimum. So that means like cropping your design and zooming is what I would recommend doing. Uh, I used to like manually, you know, I would use the printful. It looks like you're using printful. I would use the flat mockup. Then I would go into Photoshop you can use Photopea, by the way, uh, photopea.com. And uh, this is like a free version of Photoshop built into a web browser. You can do it here and just use the magic wand tool, remove the background. And then I had these like Etsy thumbnail templates that I used to use. I mean, I can put a link in the description too if you guys want to check it out. I sell a template that I built for the purpose of selling. Basically, it's $7. Of course, you can also just build your own. You don't need you don't need mine, you know what I mean? But I just made it easy on, you know, some, every now and then someone buys it. Um, anyways, I take the flat mock-up, 
remove the background with the with the uh, magic wand tool, then put it on my mock-up generator, and I had like 20 different backgrounds in there. So I just find a background that looks good relative to the shirt that I'm selling. Um, sometimes I'll put my shop logo kind of watermarked in there, and um, you can do other things like uh, little value propositions with text. You know what I mean? Like more colors available. You know, if it's a t-shirt, say more colors available. Have a little fly out. A lot of little things you can do that your competition, by the way, isn't really doing. I mean, the one behind me, if I hide myself again, they're doing a little bit of it. They say more colors, they say fast shipping, but their shirt is not zoomed in at all. And it's really hard to read the text on their shirt. So that's never a good thing. You never want that to be the case. Uh, so I see big potential here to like dominate your competition in this niche specifically that we know is gonna be trending in a month. So um, this is just one shirt, but it's a good example. Uh, the other stuff that people see specifically on Etsy, of course, are your reviews. Your shop reviews get displayed on all of your listings, so getting that first review is pivotal. My recommendation is honestly, and you guys probably could have guessed this, I bet you at least a couple people, go ahead and create a product listing for a digital download, and you can just upload like a notepad file or something, and the intent is not to actually sell it, it is so that you can then message a friend or family member, preferably that doesn't live with you, so it's not on the same IP address, have them buy your product for 99 cents and leave you a review and then delete the product, right? And then you just got your first product review, which again, you're going to go from zero reviews. And I know if you're still looking at this example behind me, remember I hacked that image in. So it's not, a, you know, she doesn't actually have, uh, Jenny doesn't actually have 4,600 reviews, unfortunately. So I would recommend doing that. And uh, that way you get that first review and one review versus zero is huge, absolutely huge like by far that's the biggest leap going from zero to one is the biggest leap you will have all right like it's the big biggest single leap in reviews so that's going to help your click-through rate and your conversion rate uh beyond that like you're priced at 1995 that's a good solid price point i don't think anybody thinks twice about spending 20 bucks on a t-shirt but i would recommend maybe increasing that sale price and then running a sale all right you notice a lot of your competition is running a sale you got this star seller right here running 25 percent off sale um someone else is offering free shipping uh, this person's doing a 50% off sale. So whatever you think makes sense, but I just think like something is better than nothing because you get that little bit of, you see this, right? You see the green text that pops out and it's not even necessarily about the numbers. It's just like that extra element of color, right? Because again, it's like people, they search and they scroll super quick. So these are like subliminal check, like checking boxes subliminally in their mind. And they might not even know why they clicked you instead of somebody else, but like it's gonna be all of these things they add up over time, okay? I think your designs are, are definitely good enough to be making sales, so I'm not even going to start critiquing them. I love this one, by the way, the color scheme you used. The, the, the font is great, the graphic is great, and the color scheme you used, I think, is great. So um, well done on this one specifically. Uh, but I would definitely crop it to be like this. You see how I just did that? Or even you could even zoom it more like this. That's probably more or less how I would do it right there. Um, I'm assuming that my little crop tool shows when I record these videos. I hope it does. <laughs> All right, and um, if you wanted to, one other thing you could do to really gain a, uh, an edge over your competition is you could do like color white, size small. And on just this one SKU, you could drop the price to like whatever your break even is, okay? You could drop it to like $12.99 or like $13.99. And then what's gonna happen is in search results, okay, here, uh, your price, instead of showing at $19.95, your price will show at the price of that cheapest SKU. So if you do $12.99, it's gonna show at 12.99 okay so it's going to show you know right here if you can see that i just edited it again it's going to show 12.99 instead of 19.95 so that's again going to increase your click-through rate 
you can't get a sale without somebody clicking you. So you know what I mean? You got to get that click through rate up and then you got to get that conversion rate up. All right. Now, I think that is pretty like, by the way, you're doing a great job. I, if you weren't, if you were like missing something extremely obvious, like I would say like, oh, first thing, do this, do this. But I think you're, you know, designs are what I always say. They're well, they're better than good enough. Right. Um, a lot of times designs aren't that great. Um, I would mention, though, like I think you can make your designs bigger like these two, for instance, like like the real estate on the shirt. You want to utilize that if in, in real life, these designs being smaller makes more sense. If you go into a retail store and you're looking at the shirt in person, smaller designs or, or making them the size that makes sense is good when you're selling online, though, big, make them big. Because again, people are browsing like this. They're browsing through search results and they're scrolling super quickly. And you know, the ones that stand out, they're like this one, huge design, right? Like this one, huge design. Um, this green one right here, this is the type of shirt, okay, that I sell, all right? I'm not actually selling this shirt, but you can see what I'm saying. Like we just scroll from the top. What's the first one that catches our eye? Scroll, scroll, scroll. In my, in my mind, subliminally, all these kind of are the same, right? So I scroll, boom. Oh my God, what's this on this row? Oh, sh a red shirt. Okay, I haven't seen any red yet. Oh, this green one is really popping. The color's exploding off the screen and look how big the design is. It's huge. Like I, I instantly can read it. Okay, you wanna be this person right here, okay? And of course, the shop has 3,800 reviews. So it's no surprise that they're doing so well because they're playing the game. Like they understand how customers shop and they are catering their strategy to convert those customers. Thank you guys for watching this video. If you found it helpful, please let the YouTube algorithm know by dropping a like and a subscribe. It really helps the channel grow and it's free. Also, if you would like to join my full print on demand course, you get access to my full Etsy course and everything else, my design course, research course, Amazon course. I basically made them course modules, but also made them available as like standalone single courses. It's a great investment. I've got nothing but positive feedback on it. And you get access to me, by the way. So it walks you through exactly how I make six figure print on demand sales every single year. You can find a link in the description, guys. Thank you for watching this video. And I will see you guys tomorrow with a new top five niches of the week.